that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids this month we are we have been watching only adam sandler movies for our sand tumbler themed month um and this is going to be the last one for our sand itty yes i'm your host and the oldest holland baker i'm allegra i'm the middleest and i'm deeply distracted by how beautiful our cat is okay I'm Gray, and I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every <laughs> word I have to say. Perfect. Uh, I thought that was apt. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? You do have a microphone. You do, Gray. And yeah. everyone here has to listen to what you have to fucking say. Unless Holland edits you out, in which case you... Too bad. <laughs> then so this would sad. be a very awkwardly paced <laughs> podcast. That would just be more trouble than it would be worth, honestly. I like the idea of that. Like, you keep the pauses in from when he was speaking, so it's just dead air. Dead air. Yeah, that's a wonderful <laughs> listening experience. We're so good at podcasts, you guys. <laughs> um, each week, one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued, while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up at the end of each season, and the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment that didn't just roll off the tongue master of the remote control (laughs) i don't think i've ever called myself the master of the remote control of season one it's not a thing we ever called each other in childhood (laughs) so it's like just a weird thing we decided i know but it's just we never workshopped what we would be labeled i mean we can just be the winner yeah like, it's kind of boring, but we're you the know, winner. Best child, <laughs> best sibling, favorite child. Um, this week we're watching The Wedding Singer, 1998, baby. Guys, I fixed it in the script. We're good. Is it just favorite <laughs> child now? <laughs> no, with the most points, wins. <laughs> Why would Great. you think of that before? <laughs> <laughs> so simple. <laughs> But yeah. So sorry, did you introduce the movie yet? Yes, this week we're watching The Wedding Singer, which I am defending. Um, it came out in 1998. Gray, if you want to give us some more specifics. Yes, it came out um, February 13th, 1998. Ah, so Holland was six, Allegra was three, and I was one. Day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, but like tied to that weekend, I'm assuming. Yeah. Valentine's um, Day. Well actually Before little that was summary a <laughs> sorry what, um i said i was just gonna give a little summary okay. um robbie hart is singing the hits of the 1980s at weddings and other celebrations he also can keep the party going in good spirit he knows what to say and when to say oh it God. julia is a waitress at the events where robbie performs when both of them find someone to marry and prepare for their weddings it becomes clear that they've chosen the wrong partners. Um, <laughs> not I mean, how I would have described. Had 
their the fiancés, way just... I guess. It's not like yeah, they exactly. just found them during the movie. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. sure. Whatever. Thank thank you. Um Oh shit, I just had it up. It's another email address. <laughs> That's how you know it's legit. <laughs> oh no, sorry. This one is anonymous. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Anonymous. Tagged Anonymous. <laughs> The movie opens with the song I Spin You Right Round or whatever, mm-hmm. like parentheses, like a, like record. a record, baby. And the only piece of music trivia I have retained from like VH1's I Love the 80s <laughs> is that guy wrote that song about his drummer. And I'm like, Interesting. without his drummer's knowledge, it's like, I don't know if he was dating his drummer or if he just had a crush on his drummer. That always was a question I had is whether or not the drummer reciprocated these feelings. Hmm. I never got an answer. So congratulations. I hope you get to use that at 80s mu- movie. Now everyone else will be wondering the same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, needless to say, we didn't see it in theaters. No. Um, so I. I watched this movie with our father. Good. Um, I do have a recording. Oh, I forgot that I did, but I do. I forgot. Uh, and it's actually pretty extensive. Oh, Dad's wow. usually not very long-winded yeah. about these things. But uh, this one was over a minute long. So let me play it now. Cool. Live dad. Dad, what is your memory of The Wedding Singer? I did not see it when it came out. I saw it like after and I saw bits and pieces of it. But what I did see, I liked. And I thought it was, it was good. And I was actually shocked tying it back into when uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore did 51st Dates. I did not realize they had done many movies before because I really love 51st Dates. However, The Wedding Singer, I thought they did a good job uh, with good chemistry and tying it together and being very hokey and 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 funny at the same time. Do you remember any specifics about the movie itself? Uh, only only the fact that when Adam was brokenhearted and he he sang horribly at a, at a couple weddings <laughs> and pissing off a couple um, customers because he did not sing what they wanted him to sing. And and then later on, he was, like, very corny and very sappy, and, and he wooed Drew Barrymore back to his, his, his good graces. That's about it. All right. What an adorable so, Thank you, Dad. Um, I, also, I also grabbed some quotes um, oh. that he said during the movie <gasps> um, that I'll, I'll get into as we speak. Okay. It's not a whole lot, but there was one <laughs> that I, I think is going to be pretty uh, – um entertaining okay but uh i'm ready for it yeah it was just funny because he you know he grew up in the time frame that this movie takes oh, yeah, place he was in, in high school like he was he like graduated high a senior in high school in 1985 when this movie took oh, place peak well no so he was a he was a junior in high school in 1985 no he was a. Se- I mean i guess junior to senior year whenever it takes place no he I graduated guess. in 1985 yeah. so oh okay yeah no he graduated in yeah, he did. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Even if dad um, anyways, disagrees yes. with that, I believe Holland. <laughs> um, I forgot um, that you had watched this with dad, so I did reach out to him. So I have, I'm assuming you asked him all of this pre-watch. I did. So I have a post-watch comment from him as well. 
Um, Ooh, doubled up. So he said, just watched it with Gray. Wow. Way better than, that has an exclamation point. Way better than I remember. It has to be a classic for my age group. Another exclamation point. I thought that 51st Dates was Adam's and Drew's best love story. Oh, no. This is a better love. Corny story. Another exclamation point. So I think dad wow. was super into this movie. <laughs> watching oh experience. Yes. Oh, my God. He, he really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed watching it with him. And I'll just say, I think I only have like two or three uh, notes about things dad said. Um <laughs> But we can we can get into that as we progress. I do have an um, audio clip from mom as well that I just got. It's also almost a minute oh long. Man, we're on fire this <laughs> I know. We did our homework this time. <laughs> okay. Damn, you mean doing your homework and have rewards? <laughs> <laughs> Let me play mom's. The Wedding Singer is one of my favorite movies. I put it on just to have a comfort movie. It is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Um... It has my favorite line of, once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> I love Billy Idol on the plane. So unexpected, but perfect. Um, I love how stupid it is that her name would have been Mrs. Julia Gulia and the Boy George type character in his band. Everything about this movie is perfect. It's an amazing movie. Um, did we have this on video or did we just rent it all the time? Um, I would watch it again right now. Amazing movie. So mom also loves this movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think we owned it. I don't think I realized until Gray's recording of dad that I realized that Gray gets so much of his style of speaking from dad. Really? I was like, oh, they both. Oh, I've noticed that. They both use the same sort of like, I don't know, like they describe things the same way. And the same sort of flowery flow. I don't know how to say it. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know how to describe it. No, I know what you're saying. Interesting. They like to get, they like to throw a little flair in there, you know? (laughs) They don't want to just describe things. They really want to paint a picture. Well, should we roll into our own pre-watch notes? <laughs> sure. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I love this movie, Julia Gulia. <laughs> this information should have been brought to my attention yesterday. White Wedding, Boy George, DVD player, Somebody Kill Me Please, John Lovitz, classic, banger, Billy Idol. I did not remember the DVD player. That That's pretty specific. So, so I basically, I saw this movie, I feel like a lot later, like maybe not until high school. I don't know. For some reason, our next neighbor, Tommy, is like a memory of like, I think I walked in. The first time I ever saw this movie, I walked in on that scene. Okay. Or like I maybe heard you and Tommy talking about that scene before I actually saw it. I don't have no memory of watching this with Tommy, uh, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. These are all like. And I've memories. already forgotten the DVD player scene, so I'm not. <laughs> but it's like CD player. It's a CD player. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Um, but like, I don't know. I saw this movie in bits and pieces before I ever saw it completely. Yeah. I feel like this is only maybe the second or third time I've actually sat down and watched it all the way through. Interesting. Um, I guess I can go next. Adam Sandler is a wedding singer in the 80s. He was supposed to get married, but he gets left at the altar. 
He meets Drew Barrymore at work when he's sad and they bond. She's engaged to a douche. They end up together in the end. Not her and Adam Sandler. Julia Gulia. Information that would have been good to know yesterday. The soundtrack slaps. So, yeah, I feel like I remember watching. I think I, like, watched it in high school and it became, like, a, like, I think I'd seen it before, but I, like, for some reason I got, like, slightly attached to this movie in high school. And I remember just, like, downloading the whole soundtrack because it's full of, like, a lot of just, like, classic 80s bangers. Yeah, I mean one of one of dad's lo- notes that I made is that dad was just like, "Oh my god, this whole movie was my high school soundtrack." <laughs> yeah. It's a good soundtrack. Like literally basically every song. Maybe not the songs that they sang, but just the, yeah, actual, the actual like soundtrack, soundtrack of the movie. Yeah. Um so I'll go um, Adam Sandler is a singer in a band for weddings and gets cheated on and then falls for Drew Barrymore, who's getting married. I don't remember much more. Billy Idol is on a plane. <laughs> Adam Sandler does singing on the plane and also teaches an old woman piano. <laughs> um, that was only about 60% correct. Uh, and yeah, I think I've only seen this movie all the way through twice also. Um, it was not like a staple for me. I know that, you know, you love it. Mom loves it. Um, I think I've reignited dad's love for it <laughs> or maybe ignited it. Cause he'd never like, That's he's only seen, seen it all the way through once before he and I watched it. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I don't have like a super strong attachment to this movie, but I really enjoy it. So, yeah. All right. Um, well, on that note, do we have any... That, yeah, on that note, let's get into scores. Well, do we have any emails from fans, no. listeners? <laughs> send us your pre-watch So, yeah, notes. please send us your pre-watch notes. Or your, or your thoughts. Or scores. Like, or our, whatever. Like, we play our, our parents' uh, voice notes. Send us a voice memo, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you can email us your voice memos. I would love that. So yeah, send us, yeah, send us notes. Send us your notes, your voice memos, whatever. We should we'll just... play it right here. And if you know us, text us your notes. Yeah. Because most of our listeners know yeah. us. So yeah. If we you know, know Carly, you... Michael, shouting you out. So the six people who yeah. listen who are all related to us, send us your voice notes. Also, maybe jumping to the end slightly, but we won't be choosing a movie in this specific episode because our spooky sibs draft is going to be next week. So once you hear the draft next week, send us your notes for everything that we've drafted. So that being said, let's get into the scores. Um, I think Allegra should go first because currently my hand is being <laughs> held hostage by my cat and I can't scroll down to see my scores. Please stop attacking me. <laughs> stop. Ow. Oh, All right, I miss we're good to go. Cats. <laughs> All right, Legra. Get, Nostalgia. Uh, get off me if you're gonna um, have that attitude. I'm looking at this and it's maybe already too low, so just know that like it can grow. Um, <laughs> six. Wow, yeah, that does feel low. Because I was like, eh, I feel like I my, saw this, but now I'm like, I don't know. My nostalgia's six. That makes more sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Allegra, um, you're just going to raise that. <laughs> We're just talking about this right now. You're going to raise that. Um, sit through ability. Nine. Okay. Gray. 
I had an I had an eight, but I don't know why. So that can be moved. Okay. Um, sure. appropriate for children. The kinders. Um, I put a seven. I couldn't remember anything too too I, offensive, but I know there was swearing, so I just played it safe. Yeah. I put I put a six. A six. Okay. Okay. What's next? Hold up or follow? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, eight. <laughs> uh, I put a seven. Okay. Um, followability. Can I follow this? Eight. Uh, I put a seven. All right. Not so bad. Not so bad. Pretty good. Especially yeah. the last couple movies we've done. <laughs> These are like freaking Olympic level <laughs> scores. Yeah, especially compared to freaking I know to Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ, guys. If you had had to watch that with Papa. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, dude. He would have been so pissed. He probably wouldn't have finished it with you. Remember when we <laughs> watched, been like, I'm out. <laughs> Remember when we watched Jack Frost and dad was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, what's with this? I didn't know you watched it with dad. Yeah, the little boy had such a bad bowl cut. He was like, who's this dickhead? <laughs> he kept calling him penis head. I forgot about that. <laughs> That movie made Dad angry. And then Nick came in for like the last like twenty minutes and was like, "What the?" I do remember you telling me you watched it with Nick. Oh man, watching Nick watched a lot of Love Actually with us too. Oh, it was so good. He was like, "Get prepared for the best walkout scene you've ever seen." (laughs) He was like hyping it up. Um, Okay, that was the (laughs) I won't fall down. Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm in love. It's not that oh, song, but it is Dido. Um, all right. Start Wait, no, is Oh, no, it's I won't stop. Yeah. Yes. I want me until you're standing there with me. Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, Rick Grimes. Guys, <laughs> I know, I mean, listeners, I know you might be a little confused. That was not Dido in the <laughs> yeah, studio. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was <laughs> oh actually me. Oh, my God. Me. I know might have caused some confusion there. Honest, but Dido. If, I, if I weren't watching the screen as he's saying, I would have been confused too. So Dame, I don't yeah. blame you for confusing it. Dame Dido, I'm assuming she's knighted. Dame Dido, is that you? Uh, R.I.P. Queen. Is she knighted? Jamie, look that up. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get into it, guys. Okay. This movie, uh, my first, qu- my first note. As the credits were were starting, was or not credits, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, the opening um, song. As the opening started, I was like, "Man, I wonder if Rob Schneider is unreasonably ethnic in this movie." <laughs> no, Rob Schneider. Oh, right. No, <laughs> no. I missed it. Because instead we had we had the the what's the opposite of the poor man's Rob Schneider, the rich man's <laughs> Rob Schneider, which is John Lovitz. Right. <laughs> the rich man's Rob Schneider. I can't John tell. Lovitz in this movie. Is who Rob Schneider wishes he could be in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. I can't tell if that's more of a compliment to Rob Schneider or an insult to John Lovitz. I think because it's pretty he said appropriate the rich for both. Man's Rob Schneider. I know, and I bet I wonder if John Lovitz was like, "Why do I even have to be in the same category as Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I just be amazing character actor 
John Lovitz. My first note is, okay, but Adam Sandler can rock this mullet. Because you know yes, what? Yes, he can. Adam Sandler yeah. can rock this fucking he mullet. Can. Also, Adam Sandler, kind of a cutie in this movie. A little bit. I'm into it. A little fresh face, 1998. He's only a, a young 32 Yeah, I was that up, too. <laughs> He's our age, essentially. Almost. Not he, quite. Um, I think I spoke about this last movie or last episode where yeah adam sandler used to be a cutie pie and i think for whatever reason i think we kind of diagnosed that it's like once he got his fame and didn't want to be like the humble underdog anymore he was like i'm just gonna always be an inexplicable ladies man and yeah turn that notch to 11 yeah but this is the this was the genesis of We're it back of him to actually kind of being a cutie pie it's nice so it was like he's humble in this one there's still a little bit of yes. like oh my god everyone loves the wedding singer he is the best wedding singer in town but he's also a wedding singer yeah it's like <laughs> but it's like being the best wedding singer in the middle of buttfuck nowhere new jersey and he's not like i'm a ladies man and i just i need to find the right woman i need to just find the the one to put my dick no. in, not just several dozen throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like, no, he's he very. Wants yeah, it's the opposite. He has like such severe uh, attachment issues <laughs> that he just needs to marry anyone. Yeah, he is a monogamous, a cl- like a clinical monogamous, yeah. and I love that energy for this movie. Yeah, it's, it's great, perfect. <laughs> this this movie was geared towards us now, Holland. <laughs> this isn't like the poor attempt of. Like I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry fan oh, like, fiction. Jesus this, this is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. This was female gazy. Yes, ish. I mean, still an Adam. It's still movie, pretty but... like accessible. It's not like yeah. it's solely targeted towards the ladies. But there's there's something this... there for us. All right, guys, make this the TikTok. <laughs> the wedding singer uh, appeals to the female gaze. Ish. Please elaborate. Can you explain okay, that for me? He's first of all very soft. Very, Very soft, soft, soft boy energy. He rarely raises his voice. He, Only when it's warranted, I think. He, and also when he is trying to express his feelings and sadness. And women love it when men let go and express their yeah. deep hurt. Yeah. Um, he's a sensitive soul. Yeah, especially in a raised voice. He's a sensitive no, but, soul. He writes music. All he wants to do is just like, get married. He's in love with love. And he has his heart broken. And he feels those feelings. Yes. <laughs> and uh, when other dudes are treating her poorly, he is like indignant on yeah. her, like her being disrespected. Yeah. It's very it's very readings, you know. He notices when she takes off her jacket. Yeah, and he's, why? He's a sensitive lead, Gray. <laughs> um, I'll, I have to say this, picking some holes in the story. Um, wedding singers don't know the, like, intimate details of, like, the wedding party or, you know, the, the fa- like, I don't know, like, he, I can't remember what it was. It was like, oh, like, hey, watch out for this guy because he blah, oh, blah, blah. You guys know flowers. what I'm saying? Uh, no, I mean, like, of the wedding parties, like, the bridal parties, like... Oh, like, he got to know them, like... He, like, like, they're like, hey, he's grandma. the best wedding singer in town, because he's like, oh, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, Sorry. you could, if, you could argue that it's a small town, yeah. and he's just, he's sung at so many other people's weddings, so wow. maybe he just has gotten to know. Good point. 
other I people and then statement. by the time that it comes to their weddings it's like all referral based and stuff yeah it's no, like honestly, there's one I, wedding I, venue in town like everyone works for this venue it's not yeah. even just like i'm hiring this singer it's criticism like, rescinded thank you thank you um, i also love when he says there's only four jewish families in this town he's probably <laughs> including his own like, yeah it's that kind of small <laughs> yeah. town <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I did love his uh, bar mitzvah <laughs> performance. That was great. Okay, yes, but yeah, the, the opening performance. performance I, I feel like we need, should get into all of his performances because I think they're all great, whether they're a hot mess or not. He, I think, genuinely tries to sing in this movie. It's not his he like, does. silly Adam no, Sandler yeah, joke. I have a So, do you think that in the parts when he was singing on stage, was he auto-tuned, or do you think they did voice blending with another singer? Because there were parts. It was mostly the parts where his his face wasn't on screen when it would cut to other people, and there would be, like, a big moment. Like I don't know what you would call <laughs> that. Were, yeah, yeah, a big note. I'm like, that's too... It could have been a little clean. bit of studio magic. Yeah, That's what I mean. It's like some auto-tuning felt- to, like... Like, soften oh, some can, of the notes yeah but can he actually sing or is this movie yeah, magic I, yeah because i also don't know if it's just like we only know of him singing like the not song. very seriously yeah that like when he actually he always does this voice. yeah when he actually does try oh, to sing it's this voice. <laughs> yeah i don't um, know but yeah the opening song great loved it you spin me right round baby right round like a record baby um, his guys, his name is Robbie Hart. Hart I know because he robs her heart. He's oh my Robin goodness. Hart. <laughs> so when he first said it, <sighs> sorry, when he first says it, I thought he said Ravi, and I'm like, he's really leaning into the Jewish thing in this movie, I guess. <laughs> I would have loved if his name was Ravi. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at it, but I was just like, oh, good choice. And then I heard Ravi. I'm like, oh, okay. No, okay. No. I do I love I do continue to love the uh do you really want to hurt me gag? Yes, of it dude. Being the oh only my god. Song that yes. George knows. Yeah. <laughs> like when there's like the song's over and they look around and Adam Sandler's still not back and he just like tells them like do it again. Do it like, again. Okay, again, yeah. again. Do you really Yeah, I loved that. And um, then at the bar and at the bar mitzvah there's just like the long pause and then Boom! Boom! Do you really <laughs> want to hurt me? Yeah, I love that. The other bit so that good. like it literally never. I love George in general. <laughs> Not the actual boy George, but this this, this movie George. boy George. Uh, played by Alexis Arquette. Hmm. May she they rest in peace. I think Aww. she had some. They had some gender from dysphoria situations. Yeah, she did pass away from HIV. Aww. Yeah. Um, also, David Arquette and Patricia Arquette's sibling. sibling? Yeah. Interesting. I Show actually did not man. know that. I saw the Arquette, I, but I was like, could it be? I um, looked. I yeah. I only knew because I when I looked them up. Um, I. It took me so long, to, first of all, like, f- put a face to who the hell Patricia Arquette was. <laughs> um, I always heard it. I always knew about David Arquette and, but I mainly only knew about David Arquette through, uh, Courtney Cox Arquette. 
Um, or at least I knew who he was, but I never like knew him by name when I was like six and saw (laughs) C-Spot run. Um, but I always heard like Patricia Arquette and I didn't put the, like, I never could figure out a face of who the hell that was for so long. I don't know why. I also don't know why this is relevant. But and I'm like, I still well, don't is it know now like is. kissing Kate Barlow. Yeah, oh, it's kissing Kate oh. Barlow. Oh, okay. She was you know, awesome her most well-known That's role. She won an Oscar. Yeah, you know, yeah, pretty iconic. Won the Oscar for kissing Kate Barlow. Uh huh. <laughs> um, um. Okay, guys, I think it's finally time for me to like really die on a particular hill. Okay. That I think Holland thinks I've been joking about for a while, but I am not joking. And I am attracted to Steve Buscemi in this role. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen. The hot mess, uh, brother of the groom. He's a cutie. Emphasis on hot, am I right? <laughs> He's a cutie in this movie, and I I won't hear otherwise. I was confused about why he was the only one in the wedding party with a pink ruffled shirt. Because he's a fucking. I was noticing that too. <laughs> I'm like, is I it because he's the best man? But why would he be the only one standing out? Is I, it was this a deliberate choice by this character to be like, fuck you? I'm also special. <laughs> like, well, dude, and I, I know if we're talking about the the weddings, the settings themselves, those weddings were fucking hideous like <laughs> they were so that I mean, one wedding, very 80s cheesy. that one wedding whose like color scheme was just like casino <laughs> red was so rough like so aggressive yeah like yeah. it reminded yeah. me of what i imagine a strip club looks like with the lights on like it was so <laughs> bad gray um so yeah, I up? was looking at pictures of Steve Buscemi from The Wedding Singer, and it came up with this quote, NSFW? Why can't you be more like your brother? Harold will never beat up his landlord. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know why, but this is giving me, like, Roman vibes. He does kind of look oh, like Roman from Succession. Yeah. That's the energy. And you know what? He has some redemption at the end of this What did you movie. look he up? He becomes... The wedding singer for Adam Sandler's wedding. I just Googled wedding singer sing- Steve Buscemi. And I know it's not Buscemi. It's like Buscemi. It's like Buscemi or whatever. Like I'm sorry. No one called it. Yeah. Also, Buscemi's you know what? Just, I'm looking at good. photos of him. Like, he doesn't look bad, but I'm definitely not seeing any, like, <laughs> potential for attraction. Uh, Listen, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but it's not for me. It's, you know? it is, it's for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> Too late. Uh, um, okay. Speaking of the casino red ugly wedding, I genuinely thought that entire like breakdown that adam sandler has over the course of that wedding <laughs> is hilarious so good starts yeah. out with like the saddest rendition of holiday oh, he's, oh yeah he's <laughs> so fucking funny. i like hey you know what that's a that's a testament to how much like his band will ride it or die for him that they're like yeah. okay we'll play it slow for you clearly yeah, that's the energy you're st- gonna give well, no, when he starts doing they don't even really play it slow. And he's just like, oh, no. And it's just happy in the background. 
I just thought the dichotomy is so funny. He starts yelling with the audience and he's immediately like, we're going to listen to what I want to sing. And without even cueing them, the band starts playing Love Stinks. Stinks. And I'm like, this is how in sync they are. They are so ride or die for Adam Sandler. Ride or die. That's what I'm saying. Um... And, okay. and also, I like, going back to the holiday, going back oh. to the holiday performance. Sorry, Gray. Why Adam Sandler's just like, oh no, and he's so sad. But George is still in the background, like, oh yeah, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> still giving yeah. it their all. Yeah. God, I want to protect it boy George with my life. Sorry, the Gray. Movie boy George. Not totally really interrupted you. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I was just laughing when, or I wanted to, like, I really liked the quote. Like, it really made me laugh when he has his heart broken and he's at his sister's house, brother's Mm -hmm. house, sister's house. Sisters. And the kid comes up like, hey, I drew something for you. And it's like (laughs) their photo. And it's like, you know, drew like a mustache and devil horns or whatever. And he goes, that's not nice very creative though and then just like yeah sends him on his way i, I really yeah. thought that was like, funny female yeah. he's gaze. such a good uncle yeah yeah you know what you know what i feel like robbie hart also has like some mr deeds energy because he's just so he's i feel like he's so pure-hearted yeah like deep down but everything he says is just so genuine and I don't know. I, I guess I just really love that version of Adam Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> like, you should do that down. more. <laughs> yeah. Just a toned down, soft spoken, like not trying to make wise, ju- wise cracks at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Except for, you know, the casual fat shaming and slight. Homophobia. Yeah, there was a little. Bit. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the mutants at table nine. <laughs> I was like, Dude, that's my the table. Fucking, Those are my people. The groping at the bar mitzvah of like. Yeah, that was. Oh. Weird. I did not like hands when on the butt, I and then everyone the, just starts yeah. putting hands on butts. Yeah. And he puts a child's hands on, on his, his butt. butt. Yeah, I didn't like that. And I'm like, yeah. uh, everyone seems pretty cool with what's going on. Maybe it doesn't seem weird if you're there. <laughs> Everyone knows it's all innocent and it's not creepy, hopefully. Yeah. I don't remember what part of the movie I was thinking of at this part. So I have a series of notes that go, oh, no, the groping at the bar mitzvah. Oh, no, Adam Sandler forcing the groping on him. And then the next part, I don't know if it's the same scene or just happened to be the same. The next note I made, but it says, oh, my God, the hair pulling and biting was actually hilarious. Do you remember what part of the movie I'm thinking of? Oh, it's when they're uh, they're trying to get like a price on something, and they s- tell the lady that they're siblings. Oh, and he's like, "Yeah, yes. we're siblings. We're joking <laughs> yes. around." And he like, gen- he just like pulls her hair super Rips hard, and she's like, ah! But yeah. then she comes right she back and fucking him. bites him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, Jesus. Okay. Also, I want to talk about their dynamic. That's too. best friendship, though. Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler's dynamic in this movie is also just like so nice and genuine, Adorable. and I love, and I love how like game they both are. Yes, like. If that scene yes. is a great example where she is immediately like, I'm on it. Like, yes, I'm, and. Yes, and. She's yes, anding him all day long. Also, like, yeah, she is. when they go to her engagement party and his friend 
is there, and Adam Sandler is like, oh, yeah, he told me that he wanted to give it to you or something when he first saw you. And she's like, yes. oh, yeah, what are you going to give me? And I'm like, <laughs> I love this energy. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, LOL, I am not intimidated by you at all, dude yeah. with mustache. <laughs> I thought, so he's, ob- obviously we know, he's been in a lot of Sandler movies. Um, yeah. And then he starred in Grandma's Boy, yada, yada, yada. He's a good actor. Yeah. I think he He's deserved more opportunities solid. and if anything maybe have gotten hindered in his um career <laughs> by just being like an Adam Sandler auxiliary character cuz I thought he did yeah. a great job in this movie. Yeah, he was good. Why co- why couldn't we have him and not fucking Kevin James? <laughs> Seriously. I don't know, man. I mean, again, I don't even think Kevin James the He's problem fine. with him in the movies we've watched haven't been him it's the character he has to play that is true his actual like acting ability was never like obnoxious it was just like the things they forced on his character i'm more mad about most of rob schneider's appearances i'm mad about yeah like i think almost all of his characters more i don't know if this is a hill i want to like die on but i do feel like it has to be said glenn is kind of hot which one's Glenn? Her fiance. <laughs> yeah, in like a real douchey way. Yeah. He's, like, but he's, he's handsome. It's he's perfect casting. Hot. You're like, you see this dude and you're like, ah, yeah, he's handsome. I can see why people date him. Yeah. But he sucks. Yeah. So, he, oh, no. He, the character himself. I don't know. To me, he, to me, he looks he's hot. so much like Biff from Back to the Future. He looks younger. He doesn't, I don't, he well, yeah, he looks look younger, like but you I just mean like his you know face reminds me of like? Biff and... I don't, I don't know. To me, he, I guess it was just like clouded by that. I didn't really see any like physical attraction because I was just like, he just reminds me of Biff and like Biff is just like amorphous to me. I don't think he's ugly or attractive. He's just Biff. I think Biff. And I'm I think his name's Tom Wilson. Shout plays. out to Tom Wilson. I'm, I'm not talking about the actor as I was just trying to say. Dad just texted me. Though Julia Gulia is a good name. <laughs> yeah, dude. I yeah. it that joke never got like stale for me. Yeah. He that was <laughs> especially when so she's crying. Funny when she's crying in the time. mirror. I'm Julia Gulia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh but no, but I was gonna say, um Or when I think Adam Glenn, Sandler Glenn, laughs about it and Glenn's like yeah. what's funny about that? What's it's weird like, about come that? On, you have to know what's funny about that. <laughs> Glenn definitely gives Biff energy, but I don't think he looks like Biff. He seems smarter I than Biff. I think he looks like Dominic West. Who? The guy from The Wire. No, I haven't seen The Wire. He's been in a bunch of shit. That's he looks like right. Dominic West. I've never seen The Wire. <laughs> I I've fell never asleep seen the wire. during the first episode. I watched don't worry. Most of the I've first never season. seen The Wire either. Um, I do think that um, the song, the first song, the somebody kill me please oh song, yeah is like maybe the strongest acting performance adam sandler has ever given <laughs> in at least any of his own movies okay because like uncut jam jams <laughs> it's an amazing performance um and even i don't know any movie he hasn't directed he's able to usually pull it out i believe is the track record i don't know I don't like Punch Drunk Love, but whatever. He can act, is my point. Yeah. But in his own movies, he's kind of always like, 
like he he floats by a little bit especially his later movies he just really starts to phone it in yeah but i think he really really went for it in this scene with this song i was like my bro was in the moment he was he hit the flow he was connecting to the emotions of his character it was it was great I love that he wrote half of it before he broke up yes. with What's-Her-Face and the other half after. And uh, disclaimer, I was listening to the a lot of The Cure when I wrote this song. Yes. Oh, my God. And I also, also a great uh, acting scene for Drew Barrymore because I love her reaction. Like She's yes. just, like, smiling like and crying and, like, thinking it's – so funny but like also being supportive and just at the end she's just like i loved it she's like i liked it yeah she's like in tears because she's feeling so bad for her best friend who she might be falling in love with but it's also hilarious yeah like this is the moment her character falls in love with him and she doesn't like realize it yeah one thing dad said because i was like yeah he kept making fun of glenn's like persistent miami vice wardrobe yeah he like yeah. only wore like colorful t-shirts under colorful bl- colorful blazers yeah and he kept making fun of that and then uh i was like is that how you dressed in the 80s dad and he was like no i definitely wore like i think you would describe it like mod or like pre-goth and i started to <laughs> die what? of laughter die of laughter Where are the photos? I'm like, i was like you have to be fucking joking me yeah and that's why i says like you need to show me photos he's like yeah. i'm sure there's some somewhere i'm sure like eddie has some or chris has some or something i'm like oh my god i need those photos right fucking I've, now he was very into like new, new wave. wave and I've shit i've always imagined dad wearing like the preppy, preppy shit yeah. yeah i think it's probably like the Eastern Shore, Maryland version of mod. Yeah. So because um, he kind of said <laughs> he was like, uh, I think it was when he was like, definitely dark coat, sometimes a little long. And then like, you know, like a T-shirt underneath it or like, you know, like a like a collarless button down. Interesting. Dad was also a moody boy. Wow. Great. The parallels. You That's are like your the father's 80s son. version of you. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, seriously. Of like the the collared shirt buttoned all the way up and Doc <laughs> oh Martens and jeans yeah. or not jeans, like dark pants. Um, Dad planned his fits. But, uh, but did but then when he was making all the Miami Vice jokes, did he also die when someone made a Miami Vice joke to Glenn's face? Like, oh man, are you are, are you sad you're missing Miami Vice like for this event or whatever? And he's like, no nah, man, it's summer reruns. Reruns, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we chuckled at it definitely, but uh, <laughs> Dad called out the fit like immediately, so before that joke even landed. Uh, yeah. So, oh shit! I was oh yeah, dude. There's something about it. There's no better jerks than an '80s jerk. Yeah. Like yeah. there's nothing. It's a special better. flavor. Yeah. Like it's just so good. They're so good at being cunts, and it's like, mm-hmm. mwah. They're just dumb and evil. Yeah. 
Honestly, the only no thing that would have made else. it even better if his name was like Brad or something. You know? I know. That's but like I think such this an is 80s pre Brad. I feel like, yeah. yeah, Chet is more, I think, like 80s <laughs> dick. Brad Chet. is more 90s dick, I think. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't alive then, so I'm. This People is all who are alive in the '80s, please confirm. Mom, if you're listening, text us all of the douchiest '80s boys' names yeah. you can tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Brad or Scott or Dave. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> you're just naming dad's friends' names. <laughs> no, I'm just naming mom's Ian, boyfriend's Eddie. names. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Glenn would have a DeLorean. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love that too. God, those cars are so bad. (laughs) So yeah, there were so many like ham-fisted '80s jokes in this movie, but I think that they all worked. I bet the movie was silly enough that like it didn't phase me. I bet this was a huge like hit in '98 for all the people who were like, "Ha ha!" I get that reference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. So like, yeah. Robbie tells Linda at one point, "Get out of my Van Halen T-shirt before you jinx the band and they break up." And this movie takes place the year that David Lee Roth leaves Van Halen. So that, you know, good, nice, ham-fisted joke. Yeah, and I think at one point, um, uh, Julia's mom is like, or somebody is like. the flower lady who they say that they're siblings. Whoever is saying like. I can tell you're going to make it just like oh, it's the photographer. Donald and Ivana. And yeah, Donald and like, Ivana, Bert and Tommy Lonnie, and Woody and Mia. Like, right. all kind of yikes. Which I don't were all, know like, the... yeah, super bitter and, like, shaky breakups. Yeah, but also, like, people who just generally haven't aged well, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I'm looking the through only... the trivia, because there's more of those ones. Um, I only one more note and it's all the way at the end of the movie after they have their amazing adorable love scene that I learned I found so I've been reading a lot of romance novels lately (laughs) Holland knows and um, I decided I would look up the like romance novel subreddit and they coined a term I don't know who someone on Tumblr or something coined the term (laughs) the grovel it's like Uh, one of the cornerstones of what makes a romance novel like super like horny for women is when men at the end of a movie are like I understand what your feelings are and I'm acknowledging them yeah <laughs> and showing self-reflection and asking for genuine forgiveness and a promise to do better and it's all called the grovel and like that's mwah, that's the big that's thing sweet sweet grovel and that's- on an airplane featuring Billy Idol I love the Billy Idol cameo so, it's so perfect and so random and yeah, I like I love when he's telling the story and like Billy Idol is such an active listener and I'm just like, see, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't see. <laughs> this is the largest plane I have ever seen. The tallest. Oh yeah, ceilings. the plane set is crazy. <laughs> it's the it was the golden era, guys. There are like five seats in the middle, <laughs> but it's like the ceilings were so tall. It's like a oh, double decker yeah. plane. Yeah. Yeah. There's a double decker plane with eleven foot ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, girl, girl old with you is so good. And I love how the whole plane decides to beat up Glenn and yeah. put him in the toilet. Oh my god, I <laughs> love you, it. Glenn. Yeah. 
The, what an awkward plane ride back. Because who in first class is giving up their seat for Drew Barrymore to sit there? Do they give Glenn first class so that Drew and Adam can sit next to each I other? Th- and then know, everyone in first, first class, class would do it. They were all him. over you know him. I bet Billy Idol would have given oh, it up. Oh, you know that if Billy People Idol in their love. If Billy Idol had to sit next to Glenn for the whole rest <laughs> of the plane ride from New Jersey to like Las Vegas, if you know he would be a total dick to Glenn yeah. guys, until they landed. Yeah, you guys, just based him. on how lax this air, airplane staff <laughs> <Yeah>. was, <laughs> they would have let Billy Idol sit fucking crisscross applesauce in that <laughs> huge opening in the middle of first class yeah. where there were no yeah. seats. They yeah. would have let Billy yeah. Idol fly the plane. Yeah, yeah. The that's pilots what I'm saying. Like, don't need to worry about where Billy Idol's sitting. He can fucking <laughs> hang from the the circular staircase going up, the, whatever you call right. that. Let's play yeah, one of Allegra's famous imagination games. <laughs> All right, Gray, imagine you're an adult. And it's 1985, and you're on a flight from Newark to Las Vegas. <laughs> you're sitting coach. And then suddenly, I don't know, halfway through the flight, a British man gets on the PA, and he's like, well, we're going to let our first-class customers do whatever they want. And you're like, <laughs> what's your reaction? <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like, fucking rude. I mean... <laughs> Like, I guess then, it's, it's cause it's like, our, yeah, ha ha, I get it. Cause you're making fun of that situation, but you're in first class getting to speak on the fucking intercom. So clearly you can do whatever you want. And I just have to sit here and listen to this song out of context. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I'm, I'm on the other side of the aisle, so I don't even really know, like, who he's singing at. I can't see. <laughs> People are starting to stand up. Some dude's yelling. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Is that Billy Idol? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, This guy's fuck? like. I'm like, is that Billy Idol? Why guy's is being... he not the one singing? I'm a little confused here. This angry guy's being pushed around by a drink cart and climbing yeah. over the middle row. Imagine if you're one of the, the people in the middle row. The flight attendants just shove him in a bathroom and lock him in there. I'm so confused. It's so like, like hour six of the marshal? flight. I'm, I don't feel safe right. on this plane. I don't know if I trust <laughs> this airline staff. And so that's oh, why you mean Vegas are... Air is oh, it like classic most... Vegas Air? Isn't it called something yeah. like that? <laughs> Big like, budget for Vegas Air for that kind of plane. People were making a lot of money in the 80s. <laughs> I guess so. Don't bet. Um, hey, bet on the house. You always bet on the house. Yeah. Drew Barrymore's character, Julia marries Robbie in the wedding dress she had chosen to get married with, with Glenn. Yeah. How do we yeah. think about that? Cost savings? And she never Robbie. got married in the dress to begin with. I'm just saying, like... People okay, do we think feelings. that they just got married, like, the same day, same setup, same everything that she was planning with him the whole time? And no. she, they just slotted yeah, him in? Yeah, because they, they, <sighs> they planned it together. Yeah. I assumed it was a time jump because, I I don't know. Well, it's still... Would, have, would oh, Julia have invited been the next all day. of Robbie's You're friends right, and because, family? Yeah, she only jumped the gun by a day. That's true. It was only a So, day. yeah, never mind. But I'm sure they were like, can we just push all of these there. reservations to, back? you know, September or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Santembler? Yeah, exactly. I would like a Santembler Oh, my God. Wedding. I did not mean to say that. 
<laughs> I don't think you did. Sam you did it. You did it. Um. Oh, hey, happy birthday, Adam Sandler. I don't is remember exactly what day it is, but, but I he's don't think a we, Virgo. We didn't he say it. He's, he's September. September Virgo. Is it like seventh? They make the whole month an event. September 9th. So, oh, we hey, missed it. Happy belated. Happy belated, Adam Sandler. Happy belated. Happy um, belated, Sandman. Gray, why? Let's see. Sit through ability. It wasn't higher for you? Watching it with dad. It was a fun time. Um, I think I was just a little tired. Okay. Well, that's not but the movie's fault. I, uh, <laughs> I can, I'll put it up to a nine. Allegra, yours was a nine, this. right? What was difficult about yeah. can I follow this? What was hard to follow? Um, I thought it was pretty easy to follow. It was confusing that his ex-fiance comes back randomly. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, this is just for the plot. And also, Julia's best friend was so, like, such a fake, not fully fleshed out character. Because what human being would be like, I need you to show me a kiss on your friend. Yeah, that was weird. You guys got a kiss. And I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot so about that character. I think it was sister. <laughs> no, it was, it was her cousin. Friend. Or whatever. I don't know. It was her cousin. It was her cousin. And I was like, this cousin character fucking sucks. And it just takes yeah, me out of the whole not, movie. She, yeah, she was kind of. She was pure, like, let's move the plot along. This character. is why the followability is getting knocked. Because her the thing that makes her bad is that it's, like, very transparent lazy storytelling yeah yeah um appropriate for children i get yeah there are some things and like there are things that don't age well as well um but i didn't think it was that bad i thought for a seven for i'm pretty sure this was a pg-13 movie i feel like a seven feels right to me like it was still like pretty like above the board i guess right round starts with i want to know your name he didn't know the name of his drummer when he wrote that song. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got to take it up with that guy. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but that just reminded me of <laughs> that line from The Office when Gabe is like trying to get with that warehouse worker before Daryl does. So he goes to Toby. He's like, I want to fill out one of those relationship forms for Mel downstairs. <laughs> and he was like, Okay, uh, do you know? Do you even know her last name? And he's like, No, but she's gonna be screaming it tonight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and Toby goes, She's gonna be screaming her own last name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why that just reminded me of that. Cool. Um, last note China Girl <laughs> Slaps. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Baker. Baker. <laughs> It's like, like you're a why? Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, ow, 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 ow. Oh, God. She definitely didn't like that. She's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, that really hurt. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Um, All right. I don't think I have any other arguments. It's just like a fun. It's just a good movie. Cute movie it's a good movie everybody should watch you're gonna have to put a lot of our pre-show banter we're wrapping this up quick not really it's been an hour i feel like we talked for like um i don't know yeah we did talk a while um beforehand but anyways 
Well, no, let's do scores. Finish up. Give me your oh, right, ending right, right, scores. Right, 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 so nostalgia, I, I'm keeping at a six. I bumped up to a seven. Okay. Um, sit through, I bumped up to a nine. I kept at a nine. Great. Um, appropriate for children, I brought up to a seven. I kept at a seven. Great. Um, does it hold up? Uh, sorry, hold on. I'm I'm updating as I go along. Uh, does it hold up? I think I kept at a seven. I kept at an eight. And then can I follow? I bumped it up to an eight. I kept at an eight. All right. Any All right. bonus points? Ah, uh, oh. I do like. I like so much of this movie. Um, when they're at the bar and his buddy with the mustache is like, I'm a broken, lonely, miserable man. And I was like, oh, what a turn for this character. Show it like, this is a real character. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that from him. He was really good in this movie. So I was like, good yeah, I really. Guy. So uh, funny yeah, enough, kind of my like bonus. That old man had a moonwalk. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. my, my, uh, my bonus point is also attributed to that guy's character. And it's the fact okay. that he shows up to that party in the Michael Jackson outfit <laughs> with the yeah. glove on. Yeah. <laughs> that really got, I really got a kick out of that one. Was that so. supposed to be like before that was a Michael Jackson look? And they were like, no, no it I was think it was de- like, peak it was Michael definitely Jackson like, look. yeah. Okay. Okay. And Adam Sandler was like, lose the glove. You fucking I also, weirdo. <laughs> I thought it was, I loved the scene where they were pretending to make him do a time trial of how fast he could deliver guests to a oh wedding. My God, oh yeah. Yes, yeah. Was so <laughs> the limo. Such a good scene. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I like you, Adam Sandler's friend, who kind of looks like Mel Gibson, whose name I never learned. <laughs> um, sorry, I had added up all the scores and then accidentally hit erase. Oh, Amazing. Plus two. Okay, so this movie comes to a um a solid with the two bonus points, seventy eight. Oh wow, that's lower than I was expecting. Yeah. But Honestly, I want to give an extra bonus point just for that like scene that Allegra just said. Okay. <laughs> okay. So seventy nine. <laughs> yeah, Alan Alan Covert. Like, hats off to you, man. I feel like you've always deserved more recognition. Um, but anyways. All right. Over I'll do. We just a little <laughs> bit, little little bit of trivia. Um. Budget eighteen million, box office a hundred and twenty three point three. Holy shit! Um, asked by, here's some trivia. Asked by director Frank Caracci to polish the script. Carrie Fisher spent six months on it, making it her special mission to add quote heart and strength and dimension to the Drew Barrymore character Julia. Thereafter, when she was asked what her secret sauce was for script doctoring, she replied, make the woman smarter and the love scenes better. I Um, love that. Yeah, I love that, too. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. I fucking love you. Um, She was a I remember reading about her her in her book, Wishful Drinking, about her being a script doctor. And I was like, that's a job. And I became obsessed with that being my dream job. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I don't have to write it. I can just punch it <laughs> up and make I'm it good better. That. <laughs> um, Robbie tells Linda at one point. Oh wait, I already I already said that. Um, 
The role of Glenn Gulia was originally <laughs> written with Jim Carrey in mind. Another consideration was Much different energy. Christopher McDonald, who had played the similar, oh, yeah, similar role of Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore two years prior. Um, also considered were Charlie Sheen, John Cryer, and Matthew Broderick. Oh, wow. Oh. So big 80s actors. Yeah. I, mean, I, understand, I understand that. Charlie Sheen, I feel like, would have been Most good. of those choices were bringing a much like higher energy than the subtle energy this guy was bringing. But Matthew Broderick would have been interesting. That would have definitely been I think that would have been very interesting, too. Because it would have stayed subtle, but it would have been more, like, less douchey. Like, overtly, like, bro-y douchey. Subtle douche. Yeah, yeah, and more, yeah, exactly. More complex yeah. douche. Oof. I I would have loved to have seen that. Oh my god! Yeah. A great also, 80s reference. side note: Glenn Gulia is also a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Gulia. Um. So yeah, seventy nine. Did you say all of Dad's quotes? Yeah, it was basically just how he dressed, and then the soundtrack. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All um, right, well, we're not picking a movie this episode because we're going to do the Spooky Sibs draft spooky next episode. Um, so, yeah, please follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Latchkey Sibs. You can email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. Send us your pre-watch notes. or Yeah, send us your pre-watch notes. Get ready for our Spooky Sibs draft. Um, send us voice notes to our email. That'd be fun. And yeah, until next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You don't know how much I need you.